podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to um, share uh, some of our funneled on defense, kind of our secret sauce, as I'll, I'll talk about kind of in this um, in this lesson that I uh, maybe I did like six, seven months ago, but I haven't shared it yet. Um, so I, I think you're going to really enjoy um, down below. I'll put down all the funnel down defense and um, where you can find it and where you can get it. If you're interested in di- deep diving into it, um, if you're listening to this podcast, put funnel pod and you get $20 off um, funnel pod. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's you'll have to be the best price you'll find um anyway so before we get started i want to do a big shout out to our sponsors first of all dr dish the number one shooting machine on the market bar none make sure you go over and check out those great people um great customer service the best machine we own three of them um mention me mention our podcasts um and they'll give you 400 dollars off and they'll take really good care of you second thing is um also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better you're going to want to get on the waiting list asap um, uh, we're almost to the point of people on the waiting list. We're not going to let in, but no one else. So if you're thinking of joining, you're thinking of becoming a better basketball coach. If you're thinking of taking your coaching to the next level, go over and get on that waiting list. It doesn't cost you anything. Just give me your email address and I'll give you some freebies too. Um, if you do that, just, I'll send you some drills and some things that I do. So go over, um, and join just on the normal site. It says waiting list, click on it and you can join that. Um, also, um, Go over and check out Hoopsalytics. We'll we'll put their link down below. It is the number one um, editing software. Like I've said before, you want to spend the time um, breaking film down um, and doing all of those kind of things. And as you can see, we're in a warning, a thunderstorm warning, but I'm going to leave that in there. Um, if you, yeah, it's hoopalytics.com backslash teach. If you put that in, um, you'll get 25% off. You can get a free game to break down. Um, you get twenty five percent off. It's very reasonable. It's a great price. Um, but I'm gonna leave. Uh, I'm gonna leave. Luckily, it's not a tornado, and I don't have to head to the basement. All right, let's head off to the podcast. People that were not able to make it. Um, so, put in the chat. I think everyone can do their chat. Put in the chat where everyone's from. I'm intri- I'm intrigued. If you if you're not on your phone, if you're on your if you're on your computer, all good. But um, Idaho. I have been to, I have been to I've been to Idaho. I've only not been to two states in the continent of the United States. I want to visit. So if anybody's from Washington and Alaska, those are the only two states I have not been to. Michigan, all right. Nebraska, Mississippi. I'm looking for the Wisconsin people cuz I'm going to boot them out. No, I'm just kidding, but I know uh, there's a couple. Massachusetts. My son. My son was just texting me. He's in Vermont, going to school. Iowa, corn country, just like Wisconsin. I'm going to give everybody a couple minutes here and let them in. California. A couple Californias. Another Iowa, Ohio. My uh, sister-in-law lives in Columbus. So I've been to uh, Ohio a lot. Alabama. I don't see any Floridas. A couple of Californias. 
Arkansas. I always think of, does anybody else think of uh, the, the, when the Razorback, that was in the Clinton era when they were really, really good. Everybody remember that era? Uh, that was uh, Nolan Richardson, I think, was that, was that stretch. PA, PA, a couple PAs. Erie. We usually stop in Erie. Hey, my, <laughs> we had to stop in Erie to get a COVID test taking my son to college. So we drove into Erie, actually. I think it was Peach Street. We usually stop at Peach Street. <laughs> That's a funny one. I won't repeat one of them. That's pretty funny. All right. I'm going to give uh, everyone a couple more minutes here. And then we will go down what I think is our secret sauce. Um, which is, I'm trying to, we were trying to, my staff and I, John Morgan, um, who kind of helped me do that, who, who's kind of the orchestrator behind him and I behind this, um, there's a Florida, um, is, uh, is how long we've been running this. I, I would put it at seven to eight. I think, I, I don't think we ran it with our 11 team, but we're, we don't remember the exact year that we, we kind of implemented this. Um, and well, and I'll, I'll explain, I'll, you'll love some of the terminology cause it's definitely Wisconsin terminology, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about some of that stuff. And again, you can name it anything you want, but it's, it's, it's worked for us. So when we, when we talk specific things with the guys, um, they just kind of know what we're talking about. All right. Anybody else, any of the new people coming in, where are you from Oregon? Arkansas, we don't have any Wisconsins in there. That's good. I don't have to boot anybody yet. All right. I got your state of Washington, coach. You do. Thank you. I'm up here. You got to come see us. I know. I told you that the other day when we were talking. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's on my list. It's on my list. All right. Let's uh, let me get started. Um, So I'm going to tell you a little bit about how this how this came about. And you know, why the funnel down defense is what it is right now. And you can thank, you can thank COVID for it. Um, and I'm going to share some of the, I'm going to share some of the secrets. I'm going to share some of the stuff and this, and the stuff I share today, if you just do this, I can't guarantee you're going to win more, but I guarantee you can put it in and I guarantee you're going to be successful. Um, and if you're, you know, a team that's not doing what you need to do defensively, this will be better. So even, even the, even if you get in, you know, the first couple steps that I'm going to, I'm going to explain to you, um, which may, which is really simple. Um, and I'm not saying at any point it gets difficult, but when we start tweaking things and we start working, doing it with a zone and a man and doing some of those kind of things, um, it changes a little bit. What I'm going to tell people too, if you have questions, um, I'll do them at the end. Uh, I'll answer questions and stuff like that. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I was going to do this on my whiteboard and then you got to love technology. So um, I'm going to do that later, probably on a Q and a and stuff where I'll get in front of a whiteboard and do some stuff. And there's some angle things that I want to show, but anyway, um, so save those for the end. We'll put those in the chat. Um, you know, I've telling people to put where they're from, but, um, you know, if you think of a question or something, throw in the chat and I'll try to scroll through those, 
those at the end. All right, I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to go back and forth. This is the way I teach every day. Um, so I'm going to go back and forth. Um, what was I teaching today? I was teaching uh, normal distributions and Z-scores. Many of you are stats geeks. Um, and I was talking about the average height of a male in the U.S. is 5'9", the standard deviation of about three inches. So that's what I was teaching today in class. But anyway, I bird walk. I do that in, in class too. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen and I'm going to jump back and forth because I don't like just looking at the screen. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to go back to that kind of origin story, why I started this. So, um, I'm, I'm a believer in, in, in different types of defenses. You know, we run funnel down, we have run it the entire season, but we we're probably, you know, we run it 40, 50% of the time we run a few other things. We just try to switch up a little bit. Um, I, what I love about funnel is I don't have to necessarily leave it, um, but what was happening is I was having issues with practice time. Um, and this, some of you will love this. So we had lost a really close game. And I think I'd put in a couple specific defenses for this one opponent. And we had lost, I think a box and one, a couple other things. And um, we had lost. And so, you know, I usually the last one out of the gym. So I'm running, I'm running home. And um, I, there's a Chick-fil-A by our house. Or not by our house, by our school. And it closes at 10. So I was rushing out. I went and got Chick-fil-A and I'm driving home and I'm just going, I just have too many things, too many defenses. I need to, 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 to have variation, but to try to narrow it down. I also needed to do a couple other things with the teams um, that I didn't have some of the athletes and I didn't have, you know, Wesley Matthews playing for me or Vander Blue or a bunch of like NBA guys. So how could I do some of those similar things with the kids that are, they're, they're smart kids, but they're not the athletes and stuff. So it was literally on a drive home on a Chick-fil-A napkin that I thought of, thought of this. And then I called my assistant coaches and then it was one of those 10 a.m., 10 p.m. to like 2 a.m. things were. And then obviously over the last five or six years, it's tweaked a lot. But all right. So let me share my, let me share my screen here so I can show you a couple things. If you're listening, that will be fine too. I know some of you texted me and said you were going to be in the cars and doing other things. Um, all right. So let me share, let me share, not that screen. All right. Hold on. Let me share the right screen so you can see what you need to see. This is what you need to see. All right. Um, and I'm going to go, hold on. I got to move a couple things here. I was taking, taking some stuff. All right. So I'm going to share. And can I get, if you see, I got to go back a couple. Um, does everybody see the funnel down defense thing? Can I get a thumbs up from somebody or somebody unmute and let me know? I'm assuming you can all see it at this point. It's the guy. Yeah, it's that coach. It's, it's working. Yep. What do you see? Terms. The screen says terms. It does. And it shows your main alley gutters and strike zones with your slide deck on the left side. Okay. So I am going to stop. Hey, I'm a lot of things, but I'm not necessarily Mr. Techie. So give me a second here because um, I want to show you. I want to show I, – I was actually in my gym today to um, to show you a couple things and to kind of expand that. So hold on. Um, let me – I got to get out of this screen. Hold on. I can't see everything I need to see. 
This is similar to my um, similar to my classroom here. Okay, what do you see now? Can you help me now? Now I see you, Coach. I just see you and your you microphone. You just see me. Okay. And your bookcase, yep. Yep. All right. And my bookcase, you see this. That works. Okay. So let me, I'm going to move this in here. And then I'm going to try something else. And worst case scenarios, I can talk through all this. But I, I, I want to show you a couple visual things that I think will help with that, like that little bit of that court and some other stuff. Okay. All right. So do you see a court that says, what do you notice? Yes, sir. All right. And now do you see, all right, thank you. You're, you're going to, you're going to get an assist today. I'm going to go back up here. Do you see, what do you, do you see court? What do you notice now? Do you see that? Yep, and now it's just one slide, and you've eliminated your little slide deck on the left, so it's nice awesome. and big. That's awesome. And do you see funnel down defense now, right now? Yeah, with one oh. of your studs, Duncan. <laughs> I wish it was one of mine. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the first thing. So this is one of my aha moments that I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you. Is um, what do you notice about this court? Other than it's not my court, it's the Belmont court. You notice a volleyball court. Okay. Yep. Mo most of you have a volleyball court on your basketball court. I would guess most of you do. Okay. So what you have right now is you have, um, you have, uh, you have a volleyball court. So you have the funnel drawn on your court. Okay. So I coach volleyball for seven years, seven or eight years. And outside of this volleyball court is where we're going to try to shrink, shrink the court. So, um, oops, there was a problem there. Hold on. Um, something happened with my PowerPoint. Ooh, it just crashed. Um, but anyway, uh, outside of that court is a small, is a small uh, funnel. A volleyball court is about 30 feet wide. And a basketball court is about 50 feet wide. So we are, so I'm, I'm guessing it's like 28 and a half for a volleyball court. So what I'm telling you is we are trying to funnel people into the, into 40% of the court. And the reason we do that is it just makes it a lot easier. First of all, it takes them out of their offense, but it makes it easier for my players. Everything I try to do is to, is to make it as simple as possible. Um, and that volleyball court helps because it's drawn on the line. Any of you that have run pack line or other types of defenses have probably gotten out that painter tape and put it on the court. Well, we don't have to do that with the funnel down on, on most courts. Now, I did see a court recently that didn't have it, um, but most courts have, uh, have that where um, we know where we need to funnel them. And, that, and then I'll talk about the terms that we use here in a second. So let me try to reload this again. I, what I'm going to do is I am going to not go all the way open. I'm going to leave it like this. It'll just be a little bit easier for you to see. All right. So we, I'm in Wisconsin. Um, and I, uh, there's a lot of bowling alleys, a lot of bars, a lot of churches. If any of you have been to Wisconsin, those three things, there's a lot of those. Okay. So what we named that area was the gutter. So we are trying to push our teams to the gutter at all, the other team to the gutter at all times. 
okay? We do it in the full court. We do it in the half court. We're always trying to get them to the gutter. The alley is where we don't want. We, we want the alley because we're the bowlers, and we want everybody else out into the gutters. You can take the name for whatever it is, but we're in Wisconsin. And we're trying to get them to the strike zone. And I'll show you what the strike zone is. So um, ideally, when we run this, we want um, we want everybody in uh, in the gutter. We want to get them to the strike zone. Uh, but what we really, really want is um, them on the left side of the court. Now, I'm a realist and I'm a high school basketball coach, and I see my guys from November to March. That's all I see them is from November to March. Okay. And ideally I'm getting them on the left side of the court 50 to 60% of the time. So initially I was just, I was always kind of trying to get it into the left gutter and wasn't worried about the. Hey everybody. I hope you're enjoying the, um, the podcast and learning all about the funnel down defense down below. I will, I will put the link where you can find it funnel down defense.com. But also if you want to, um, for a limited time, funnel pod, funnel P-O-D, um, one word, and uh, you get $20 off, and it'll be the lowest price you can find, and it will be, it's the underdog defense. I'm telling you, it's the defense that will help you win basketball games. So go over and check it out, and let's head back to the, podcast. the right side. However, the other 40% of the time, there were different rotations, there were different things. So what we decided is, as long as we're working on you know, that help and that fake help and that, and, and that gap, it doesn't really matter. Okay. So we don't care if they're on the left gutter or the right gutter. Ideally, most of the time we want them on the left gutter, but we're only successful doing that. Like I said, 50 to 70% of the time. Well, what happens with the rest of the time? Well, it's in the right gutter. Okay. Um, so we have gotten really good at keeping them in the gutter and out of the, out of the alley or out of the main alley. Um, and that helped us. So that was, I'm telling you, that was one of our initial tweaks is, okay, we're going to, first of all, we ran against a left-handed dribbler. That was the first thing. And the second thing is um, we were only successful half the time. So the rotations on the other side weren't as good. Um, and I'll talk about maybe a little later about some other things as far as how we kind of do it. Why do we try to get them to the strike zone? Okay. I'm going to tell you why we try to get them to the strike zone. This is in my gym this morning. And no, it was not like a hidden agenda to show you the three state championships on the wall that are the pictures, like the Hoosier thing. I took it that way rather than the other way. But the look at what happens in the strike zone. This was this is another aha moment. Okay, if, even if they get past you on that bottom part, you have two defenders in the strike zone. You have the baseline, and you have the basket, right? So I'm standing in that green, I'm standing in that green strike zone right here. I'm standing in that. Okay. If you look at that, good luck. First of all, you can't shoot from high in the baskets. It's harder to pass to the other three. Now, can they dive out of bounds? Can you do that whole like NBA dive? Yes. I've seen two kids do that in like eight years that have been decent at it. Um, then we have to adjust to that. But most of the time, this is kind of like no man's land. It's behind the basket. They can't shoot over the rim. So I guess they can lean out. <laughs> and if they're watching, they can kind of lean out and shoot. But that's why we really try to get them to this strike zone right here. Okay. Um, we want to trap it. Now, 
we don't necessarily have to get them to the strike zone and the funnel down. That's the best thing. We don't give up. We don't want to give up threes. And I'll, I'll talk about the points of emphasis here, but we don't want to give up threes. We want them to shoot off the dribble mid range, or we want them to go to the strike zone because I'm telling you, it's the stats teacher in me. They're not good. Now they're, 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 they're about three or four percentage points worse on the left. That's why we try to push them to the left, but none of them are great at that pull-up jumper from 14 feet. They're definitely not deep, short corner. Um, so that's why we're trying to keep them in that funnel. The, if you notice this picture, this the, the top of the key here that's in kind of the orange, that is the highest percentage shots that people take. The lowest percentage shots are outside. We don't want to give up threes, but we want them taking threes that they're not as effective at. Um, so the top of the key one is one of the most effective ones. So we're taking away the least effective threes. Hopefully we're taking away all threes, but we're taking the least effective threes away. And we're trying to push them into this trap zone. Okay. Depending on where your team is in the progression, we're pretty good at getting people into the trap zone. Um, it's kind of, I refer to it as candy. It's like a kid in a candy store. If you give them baseline and let them go, the rotations on the opposite side are so good that they'll go and then boom, you got them. Um, but obviously teams in our league have figured out maybe that's where you don't want to go. Um, so that, that causes some of the problems. Um, Yes, we are for someone asked, you are forcing baseline. I am forcing baseline. I want them to go to the short corner. I want them to go to that spot. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, someone asked that question. So I'm just going to jump at it right now. Um, I want to force them baseline. Obviously they're not as effective on the left side going baseline as the right side. We, this is a couple things. Your scout matters. Okay. And, and um, we are, our quote unquote help is is a, probably a half a step closer on the right side than it is on the left side, okay? Because we don't want to give that open three in the corner. So we have to stop the drive when we push them baseline. Um, but we, but we got to kind of, it's kind of that fake and then recover. Um, it's kind of like playing secondary. Because what happens is a lot of times they get moving here and they're not sure if the person that's in the helpline here is going to help. So they just drive in there. We take charges. They throw up bad shots. They just get going too fast. All right, let me keep moving here. I'll talk for six hours. Um, why I should play it. So I'm going to go through these very quick. It works in man and zone. We probably run about 50-50 percentage-wise. Um, two years ago, because we didn't have a season last year, um, two years ago we ran a lot of 2-1-2, and we ran it out of that. Um, this year we'll probably run a little bit more 2-3, um, run it out of a 2-3. Um, just because of my personnel. It just depends. You run out of one, three, one, whatever you want. It disrupts them. Okay. Especially think about every offense. I have a friend who, who's Mr. Prince. If you've heard, ever heard of John Wheeler, he is Mr. Princeton. I don't know if he's on tonight. Him and I are at some point going to have like a, a smackdown. I'm going to do this versus his, his Princeton. But if you think about even all those, the horn set, everybody wants to move from left to right. Okay. Um, it shrinks the usable floor. They hate it when they can't reverse the ball. doesn't matter if it's on the right side or the left side. It disrupts everything that they want to do. It's crazy. Um, anyone can teach it. The rules are really simple. 
if you just do the rules I teach you tonight, your team's going to be better on defense. They're going to pick it up pretty fast. And in a week, you'll have it in. And then then the little, then I call them the little nuances that the little tweaks happen after that. Um, it's the only defense you'll need. Eh, we can have a discussion about that. Like I said, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I use more than one. But if, if you're to the point where this is the one you want to lean into, we have done that in, in previous seasons. You can run it with any type of athlete. Again, going to be honest with you, it's better to have good basketball players than to not. But this will give you a chance against the, as long as you're taking the threes away, this will give you a chance against the better opponents in your league. Um, and I know from, from Teach Hoops members, I've always said, how do you beat the best team on your schedule? That's where, you're, that's where, you're, that's where your planning should start. Okay? Um, so that's the last one there. Um, angles are bad. The types of shots they take, where they take them, how they take them. If you run this effectively works, I'm just it, the math behind it again, math teacher, the math behind it and the little nuances. Um, I am going to do some tweaks in the next, hopefully when my son comes home, um, I got to do a few videos um, like I literally wanted to just launch this. It's in the beta version. We've been working on it for the last couple months. Um, so anyway, but I'm going to get some things. I got to show a couple angle things and kind of bodies, but I'll, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll get to EBF, but we always talk about ear, butt and feet is the key. Um, ear, butt and feet, um, how you locate those when you kind of are defending the ball is big. Um, Baseline and sideline are extra defenders. That's what I was showing in that one picture. It's easy to convert. Um, this leads into our offense, which I obviously won't talk about. Um, zone and man, I've, I've kind of already talked about this. If you're in a shot clock, and Coach, I see you there. If you're in the shot clock uh, thing, this works. Because if you if you run it out of a 2-2-1, if you run it out of man, you can take a good six to nine seconds because they're trying to zigzag. They're trying to go back. Um, and we're trying to get them to go fast. You know, sometimes we're just, you know, you, we're not letting them get around us, but we're just kind of riding them all the way down the court. Um, it's one of those things that we're just, we're not zigzagging because we don't want to zigzag them. But there's times where they're bringing it up to left and maybe they'll get to the middle. Well, we're going to get over there and push them back to the left. Um, we do have, what we call like the equator, which is the middle of the court. If they pass the equator, then we'll push them to the other side, but we don't like that. Um, you know, <laughs> we don't want to go down there. It's too hot right now, blah, blah, blah. I make all sorts of funny jokes with them when, when they get to that point. Um, before I get to the next part, let me get here. Have you, have you changed positioning on the line, up the line? I have, yes. So it is more of an open stance um, up the line. So if as I'm channeling them, I it's it's a it, there's a there's this nuance to it where you gotta help, but you're really not helping. You know what I'm saying? You're you're channeling them, you're helping, but you're really not helping because you got to close out on that three pointer and three point shooter in the corner. Now this is this is where the scout comes into play. If they're a horrible shooter, then you can help more. If they're a really good shooter, your fake is less. So we, 
we we do that in some two on two, three on three drills. We've basically broken the progression down. I think the last time I checked, it was like 25, 26 drills where we've broken the progression down where we're teaching them that quick open and then recover, a quick open and recover. Um, it's 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 hard because they want to close out, and we're not necessarily closing out, we're running them off the line. How we run them off the line is the key. But going back to your initial question, it's that it's that it's that help. Um, and we and we tend to open more than like kind of a help defense. We we're we're uh we're like the um the scary monster orang. I'm I'm just gonna I'm threatening you. You know I'm here. I'm not going to go 110 miles an hour. I'm going to go 60 miles an hour. I see the cop over the hill. I slow down. That's I'm always used that with the guys. It's like, if you see the police officer and you're on the highway, trust me, you hit, you slow down, right? If they see you in that space, they're going to slow down. I'm telling you, trust me, hundreds of hours of watching this, we've run it. They'll slow down. If you're not there, they're going to go really fast. If I don't see the cop, I go really fast. They seem to get that one. I don't know. They're all, they all speed. Um, yes, it's very similar to Chris Baird's defense. It's similar to that. Um, we always switch. Um, we always switch the, uh, we always switch. Now, Chris doesn't do it in zone and some other things. And there's some other little tweaks. Um, I've tried to simple it down to like, my guys aren't as smart as his guys. Um, but uh Yes. Well, we, we basically switch everything. We switch everything. Um, we're still funneling them down. You know, the switch is a lot easier if they're going, if they're already in, in, in one of the gutters. Um, but we, we're not going to, we're not letting them go back middle. We're jumping that hard and we're pushing the other way. We don't care if you go the other way. Cause the other three people are in that help side. Um, okay. There's one bottom one that I got, to. um, there's one bottom one on the two, three. So you switch ball screens. We switch ball screens. That's always one. That's a, that's always that's always a question for the other. Like there's been a handful of coaches I've shared this with. They've always asked about switching screens in the post. Um, the post doesn't tend to be a problem because we shove them to the strike zone, um, and we try to front as much as possible because um, high school kids are horrible or junior high kids are horrible at the lob. Um, but the, the, the ball screen and all of those are always the question. Um, as long as it's not in the alley, we're okay. If it's in the, um, gutter we're, we, we tend to be better. Um, but yes, we, we show, we show hard on that. Now, a tweak that we do do to this, that isn't quote unquote funnel down, wouldn't be in my Bible is we'll trap it. Sometimes if people are really ticking me off. We'll trap and rotate, and then we'll try to get it out of the funnel, especially if they're really killing us, if they got a guy or a gal. Um, we'll, we'll just double that once in a while. Because to be honest with you, ball screens, switching and uh, doubling, high school ki- most high school kids don't like that. So we'll come at you. We're going to be aggressive on it because it feeds into kind of our transition offense and our, and our, and our kind of hybrid um our, our hybrid offense. All right. Let me talk about a couple, th- three concepts. So I'm going to close this for a second so I can see it. Um, you pin, you funnel, you trap is basically the three things we're talking about. Okay. We're funneling them to the baseline. We're pinning into the, so we talk eventually when I release my offense, my offense, everything, 
basically my program is three things because I don't know about your kids. My kids can remember three things. Sometimes it's only two things, but they can really remember three things. So everything we do is based on threes. Um, so our transition offense, our um, uh, our our transition offense, our our half court offense, or out of every everything is in the powers of three. Must be the math person, but we always talk about funneling. We always talk about pinning, and we always talk about trapping. The trapping part. Sometimes, you know, like I said, we don't get that as much as we necessarily would want. We get it quite a bit. Um, so whatever terms you use, be consistent. Sports Social Podcast Network.